Welcome to Goop Tales, episode 21. Very slow goes to Iceland. I'm Maria Calancini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. And in today's Goop Tale, you will meet Very Slow, who is a little goop boy who moves very slowly. In fact, he moves so slowly that he doesn't really pay attention to time and doesn't respect other people's time. He is a sweet little goop, though. And in today's episode, he goes to Iceland and meets a puffin, a humpback whale, and some elves that um, are a bit naughty and want to capture him. So find out what happens in Very Slow Goes to Iceland. And at the end of the story, I will tell you how you can see all the photos that go with this tale. So sit back, enjoy, and I will see you on the other side. No doubt that Very Slow was such as casual callers flatter much. His maiden aunts would say with glee, How good, how sweet, how dear is he. And yet he drove his mother crazy. He was so slow, he was so lazy. Chapter 1 Once upon a time, there was a dapper little goop boy who always dressed to the nines, and his name was Very Slow. Why was he called Very Slow? Well, he was so slow to do just about everything. He moved at the pace of an iceberg while everyone else rushed ahead. Very Slow was never worried about the passage of time. He didn't even think about it. If his mother said he had to be home by sunset for dinner, he would barely pay attention to the sun. And when it finally went down, and darkness overtook the sky. Very Slow would ponder which way to go home and slowly walk there without any worries at all. This could be very annoying for anyone who awaited Very Slow. In fact, there were some goop friends that viewed Very Slow as downright lazy because he was so slow. Very Slow rather enjoyed spending time with Lazy Leva as she was lazy and never seemed to care about how slow he was. One fine day, Very Slow and Lazy Leva decided they would meet up by some nearby waterfalls that were rumored to have elves living beneath them. The idea of elves was very intriguing to Very Slow. He thought they would be fantastic fun to play with, and surely they must know how to perform magic. Very Slow told Lazy Leva that he would meet her two hours before sunset in front of the waterfalls. That way there would still be some daylight left to explore the falls and perhaps meet an elf or two. Lazy Leva was a bit lazy, but she was very serious about wanting to scope out the elves, so she made sure to arrive at the waterfalls three hours before sunset so she wouldn't be late. Very Slow set out for the waterfalls with his toy boat in hand. He wanted to float it at the bottom of the falls. Along the way, he daydreamed about adventures on the high seas. 
He thought how fun it would be if he could shrink himself down and hop in his toy boat and just go out and adventure in the ocean. He was daydreaming and he sat down and closed his eyes and imagined that he was caught in an ocean storm in his boat. And when the storm calmed down, the sun came out and he was floating in calm waters surrounded by giant mushrooms. Very Slow loved the idea of living in a giant mushroom and having little windows and a door. He was deep in his daydream, imagining his mushroom house, when he heard a little voice call from afar, Very Slow, where are you? The voice echoed. Very Slow opened his eyes and looked around. It was quickly growing dark. He had been daydreaming about the mushroom house for hours. He immediately popped up to listen, and he heard the voice again. Very slow. It's getting dark. I'm leaving. Oh, that's Lazy Leva. Oh, no. She must be waiting for me at the waterfalls. I'd better get there soon. Very slow started walking in the direction of the falls. He didn't run or move very quickly. He just calmly ambled along. By this point, Lazy Leva had spent hours alone at the waterfalls, and she hadn't seen any elves, and she certainly hadn't seen Very Slow. She was growing tired and frustrated, and as she wasn't getting a response from Very Slow, she decided to leave. By the time Very Slow arrived at the waterfalls, Lazy Leva had long since disappeared. He looked around, and it was dark, very dark. Oh, I guess I took too long to get here, he said to himself. You did, echoed back a tiny voice. Very slow looked around, but he couldn't see anyone or anything. You took a very long time, and you missed her, said the voice again. The waterfalls and the trees around them started to light up with little white lights. A moonlit glow flooded over the falls, and suddenly, Very Slow could see everything. There were several cascading waterfalls and trees with pink twinkling lights. There was a grassy bank across from the small falls, and behind everything were three large falls pouring down buckets of water. Very Slow, come over here and I will show you what it looks like to have time stand still, said the voice again. It was coming from one of the large falls. Very Slow walked over to the falls and stood staring up at it. He still couldn't see anybody. Then he felt someone grasp his wrist and pull. He was yanked right behind the falls, where he could hear water roaring all around him and feel it spilling over him. He felt like he was caught out at sea in an ocean storm, and he couldn't escape. Chapter 2 Very Slow could feel torrents of water pouring over him. They were so strong that he couldn't move. The hand that had grasped him slipped away, and soon after the water shriveled to tiny drips until there was complete silence. Very Slow opened his eyes and looked around. It was daylight, and he was on a bridge that looked out over a grassy area 
with an enormous waterfall that was surrounded by giant stones protruding from the earth. Each stone resembled a petrified log. Very Slow didn't recognize anything. He clutched his little boat as he gazed around, wishing he hadn't been so slow to meet Lazy Leva. He heard a whinny and turned around to see a stunning white horse with a dark head. The horse motioned for Very Slow to come closer, and so he did. When Very Slow was face to face with the horse, the horse leaned down to his ear and whispered, I'm Block. It means Dark One. The elves named me this because they were able to turn my head dark, but not the rest of me. We are at Svartifoss Falls. Do you see those large stones that resemble logs hanging over the waterfall? Those are black columns of lava. They were creatures that the elves turned to stone. They have claimed the waterfall as their home, and they will turn on anyone who tries to enter. They have powers. I used to drink from the waterfall, and they didn't like this. They get very upset if they feel anyone is intruding on their territory. If they catch you under the waterfall, they will stare you down as they dance around you and chant, and you will begin to turn to lava and soon become part of the waterfall. When they caught me, there was only one elf, and he didn't have enough power to turn me into stone all alone. So I escaped. But they still want to capture me. Very slow listened to Block intently. Then he nodded his head and said, I understand. I won't go back to the waterfall. But at some point you must, or you will be in Iceland forever, and you will never get back home, replied Block. Very slow had landed in Iceland, a small, beautiful country known for waterfalls, volcanoes, a blue lagoon, and of course, elves. He loved the idea of visiting Iceland, but he didn't want to end up as a piece of lava on the waterfall. So I must go back to the waterfall to get back home? He asked Block. Yes, you must. If you go back in a fortnight with five drops of water from the Blue Lagoon and lava rock from one of the volcanoes, you will have one minute at midnight to stand beneath the falls and you will be protected from the elves and taken back home. But you must be there on time. I can do that, replied Very Slow. Just tell me, what is a fortnight? It is two weeks. Let us go now. We have a long way to go, replied Block. He leaned down and Very Slow hopped on his back, and they started off through Iceland, passing by green mountains and waterfalls along the way. 
Block told very slow how wonderful Iceland was and how he loved it. He loved living with his family, and he was friends with creatures throughout the land. There were humpback whales that waved to him with their tails, and puffins that flew above them. All of these animal friends were very important because they all helped each other to avoid the elves. Elves were living in tiny cottages tucked into hills all over Iceland, and they would try to trick you back to the falls at Svartavas so they could turn you into lava. Sometimes they took on the form of another animal, and it was hard to tell if the animal was real or an elf in disguise. So the animals had developed a secret sign language between them. After many hours of riding, Block grew tired and was ready for a rest. So he found a grassy field with a small hill that he used as a resting spot. Very slow dismounted Block and began to wander around. He slowly walked down the hill to the other side, where he saw a stone cottage built into the hill beneath Block's resting spot. He gazed at the cottage and then slowly meandered around, picking up stones and admiring the landscape. He heard a noise from above that sounded like a small cow mooing. Very slow looked up to see a puffin flying overhead. Then he looked straight ahead as he heard the door to the stone cottage start to creak open. Chapter 3 Very Slow never moved quickly, but when the door to the cottage began to creak, he found his tiny legs flying up the hill to warn Block. Block was already awake and ready to move. He had heard the puffin warning him of the elves living below. Very Slow and Block took off, riding like the wind. They rode for some time until they came to snow-covered rocks that surrounded a mystical body of milky, ice-blue water. Very Slow knew they had reached the Blue Lagoon, which sat in a lava field with steam rising from it. Both Block and Very Slow were exhausted and their muscles ached. They slipped into the Blue Lagoon and instantly felt surrounded by warmth and goodness. Delicious! This is just delicious, like a warm bath, said Very Slow as he set his little boat sailing in the Blue Lagoon. It is, replied Block as he watched the little boat sail around. Enjoy this rest. You will need it. Take your time and rest up. Gather your five drops from the Blue Lagoon and meet me back here in five days' time. We still must go to the volcano. Of course, I will be here, replied Very Slow. After agreeing to the meeting time and place in five days, Very Slow lumbered off to explore and gather his five drops of water. Block left to go and visit his family members, who lived near the Blue Lagoon. For the next few days, Very Slow enjoyed spending time swimming in the Blue Lagoon. Each day, he took one drop of water and put it in a tiny jar that he kept hidden in his toy boat. He also visited 
a nearby beach where he made friends with a humpback whale named Mega. He walked down to the beach every day and listened as Mega sang songs that resonated throughout the water. Mega told very slow stories of his life in the ocean and how much he loved it. He told very slow how he was on his way to South America, but he liked to take his time and rest and socialize along the way. So he only traveled at about two miles per hour. This sounded fantastic to very slow. It was exactly the pace that he enjoyed moving at. He almost wished he was a whale, but then he thought better of the cold water. As dawn broke on the fifth day, very slow was wandering around the beach looking for Mega, and he was very far away from his meeting point with Block at the Blue Lagoon. Mega sang a little whale song, reminding him that it was time to go. Thank you, Mega. Sometimes I just forget about time, and I move slowly just because. Mega sang back, and with his song, he said, Because you aren't paying attention. He's right, thought very slow. It is thoughtless of me to not respect the time of others. And then he ran up the beach towards the Blue Lagoon. When he arrived at the meeting spot, it was well past dawn, and Block was nowhere in sight. Very Slow looked down and saw Block's hoof prints on the ground beneath him. It looked as if he had galloped off in a hurry. You're looking for Block? He was chased away by an elf that didn't want him here, he heard a clucking voice say. Chapter 4 Very Slow stood still for a moment, and he thought about how Block had been so kind to him and gone out of his way to help him, and how he had let Block down because he was too slow. Then he decided, right then and there, he would stop that slow behavior. He didn't even have to think about it. He just made the decision because it was the right thing to do. Wise choice, said the clucking voice again. And just for that, I will help you. Very Slow looked behind him and saw a little puffin named Dala that had landed in a patch of nearby grass. He hadn't said a thing, and Dala had heard his thoughts. You need to find Block so you can go to the volcano. I can help you with this, but you must do as I ask, and we must move quickly. I'm going to fly high in the air and look for Block, and you will follow me around on the ground. There will be no time for slowness. Do you understand? asked Dala. I do, I do, answered back very slow. Dala flew off in the direction of Block's hoofprints, and very slow quickly followed behind. He ran and ran without stopping to dawdle. Dala headed in the direction of the volcano. She knew this is where Block would go. Very Slow ran over hills and through valleys as he hurried along after her. They were making very good time. Dala spotted Block off in the distance. He isn't far, Very Slow. Just a bit further and you can do it, 
she called in an encouraging tone. Just as Very Slow started up the next hill, he saw four fierce-looking rams with large curling horns come walking toward him in unison. Dalla looked down, and she knew at once that these were elves disguised as rams, but she couldn't warn Very Slow. He was too close, and they would grab him if she said anything. Very Slow looked at the rams and stopped as he waited for them to approach. Dalla watched as the rams slowly walked closer to Very Slow. She then quickly turned and sped off toward the ocean. Very Slow looked up and saw her fly away, and he sensed something was wrong. He looked at the rams and stood still, frozen in fear. They had to be elves, but he had no idea how to escape them, and Dalla had abandoned him. Then, from far off in the ocean, he heard Mega sing out, Drink a drop of water. Very Slow quickly opened his little boat, pulled out his jar of water from the Blue Lagoon, and drank one tiny drop. Then he waited. The ram stopped moving and froze in time. Dalla flew back over and said, Follow me now, as quickly as you can. Very Slow ran after her, past the frozen rams, who couldn't move. He ran and ran until he heard Block's hooves running towards him. Block leaned down and told Very Slow to hop on. We have no time to waste. Now you only have four drops of water from the Blue Lagoon. So you will have even less time at the waterfall. We can't be late. We still have to go to the volcano and find a piece of dried lava. Very Slow and Block ran to the volcano. There were mountains with smoke and hot rivers flowing. It was a sight to behold. Block lay down exhausted. Very Slow knew they didn't have time to waste, so he told Block to rest, and off he went in search of dried lava. He walked the volcano area for days until he came to a large patch of volcanic ash. He quickly selected a piece of lava and called for Dala. He asked her to lead Block to him because he knew it would save time. Dala was happy to help with the plan, and soon Block could be heard galloping in the distance. Very slow hopped on Block, and they headed off to the waterfalls with no time to spare. They arrived shortly before midnight and stayed just out of sight of a circle of elves as they said their goodbyes. Block, thank you. I could have never made this journey without you. Thank you for your patience. I have a question for you, though. Why did you tell me to get five drops of water from the Blue Lagoon if I will only need one? Block laughed and told Very Slow that he thought it was always a good idea to have a little extra just in case of emergency, in the same way that it was always good to leave a little extra time just in case. Very Slow nodded in agreement. He knew Block was right, and that in the future he needed to be more mindful of time, especially other people's time. At midnight, he drank a drop of his water from the Blue Lagoon. 
and walked right past the circle of elves to stand beneath the falls. The elves were frozen powerless against Very Slow. They could not move, at least for the next minute. Very Slow closed his eyes as the waterfall washed over him. The cold, icy water poured down around him and washed him away. He could feel himself swirling around in rushing water, and then as quickly as it started, it stopped. Very Slow opened his eyes, and there he was, back in Goop World, at the calm little waterfalls where it had all began, standing on the edge of a bank. He looked around for Lazy Leva so he could tell her all about Iceland, but she wasn't there. Lazy Leva was in Argentina at the end of the world, but that is a tale for another time. So I hope you enjoyed this goop tale, Very Slow Goes to Iceland. And if you did, it would mean a lot to me if you would go to iTunes and leave me a review for Goop Tales by Maria Calanchini. Those reviews help me to keep producing Goop Tales every week. And please write in to me at maria at gooptales.com because I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you like, what you don't like, what places you would like the goops to go, and I want to hear your story endings. So speaking of story endings, now it's your turn. You can go to gooptales.com forward slash episode 21. That's two, one. And on that page, you can see Very Slow and all of the photos that go with this story. And on that page, you can also download the first half of Very Slow Goes to Iceland. And then I invite you to write your own story ending and submit it online at gooptales.com for publication so the rest of the world can read your story ending. You can also see all the photos that go with this story, including the humpback whale Mega and the little puffin Dala, as well as Block, the horse with the dark head. And when you look at those photos, make sure you find the tiny, very slow hidden in every one. Okay, that's it for this week. I will see you next week in Goop Tales, episode 22. Lazy Leva goes to the end of the world. Until then, make every day a goop day. <laughs>